Pints and Pies Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. Tights and Pies Podcast. Tights and Pies. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm looking to my eyes and the sky's the limit. I'm Hal Blast, Hal Loveland. And I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation. Who lives, who dance, who tells your story? Danielle Radford. Wow, that's sad. Good, but like, woo. And <laughs> an immigrant who's not afraid to step in. She's constantly confusing, confounding the wrestling henchmen. Everyone give it up for America's favorite Brit fighting Brit. Well, oh, damn it. Fuck. Hold on. You were so close. <laughs> you were so close. She's constantly confusing, confounding the wrestling henchmen. Everyone give it up for America's favorite fighting Brit friend, Lindsay Kelk. <laughs> Lindsay Kelk. Lindsay Kelk. It's something about never stopping until you reach the top. And well, Che, I'll chop him up. I'll chop him up and scatter the remains. He's constantly. I will. I will do that. I will do that. I will do that. That's all anyone needs to know. Come to my friends, and I will do that. True story. Folks, this isn't just any episode. This is exclusively for our beloved Max Fund members. So thank you all so much for deciding to put your hard-earned money towards our show. We literally could not keep doing this without you. And hey, if you're supporting other shows and just listening to this because you have all the bonus content, you're welcome too. Abandon all hope, ye who enter here, but still, you are welcome. <laughs> We're happy to have you. <laughs> I don't know if you want to add any thanks. No, I mean, you covered no, it. That's... Yeah, you did all the things. You were great at uh, thinking. We love it. Oh, okay. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you all for being supporty. And if you are listening to this for the first time, wow, dipping in for the first time on a wrestling podcast. You don't listen to wrestling. Yeah. What's going to happen? Who knows? Yeah. It's a bold Luckily, move. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you like wrestling or Hamilton, preferably both. That's right. Otherwise, this is going to be a terrible hour of your life. But strap in. <laughs> strap in. And as we all know, once you hit play, you cannot leave. <laughs> it's like those musical theater kids who just kind of discovered wrestling. It's like, oh, this is kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And we're going to prove it because as a thank you, we're diving into the musical that swept Broadway in 2015 and then again landed in our hearts when it landed on Disney Plus this past July, and that is Hamilton. So we're going to talk about Hamilton, and then we're going to recast it with wrestlers. This is just everybody knows what we're doing. That is what's going to happen here. <laughs> so let's start with the musical Hamilton. I enjoy it. I I got to know it through the soundtrack when it was when it was leaked or not released, but when it was leaked on NPR, like they got the exclusive leak. No, they put it out ahead of time. <laughs> I think that was the way a lot of people became familiar with it because not all of us live in New York, can't go see theater all the time. It's a hell of a soundtrack and I didn't get to see it at all. I tried to go in New York a couple times. I even tried to go backstage and record a podcast with Manuel Miranda, but surprise, he was busy. Uh, <laughs> was he but doing Hamilton? He was doing Hamilton at the yeah. time. I was like, we'll, we'll come to you. We'll be gone in 45 minutes. But he was too busy. He's Aww. busy. I understand. He's a busy man. He is a very busy man. I mean, that's right. in fairness. He was nice enough. He, he wasn't so busy that he couldn't reach out and politely decline, which I appreciated. That is that is big ghost. of him because a lot of people don't do that. His schedule's lightened up by now. How you should give that another go. 
I should. Look, I'll go meet you at the theater still. I know you're not doing the show anymore. You're probably in London, but. <laughs> and theaters are still closed. But, uh... mm-hmm. yeah, as like, long as they are. But wherever you are, like, yeah. Al will be there for a tight 45. It, was... it will be fine. <laughs> it was a real experience to get to see the original cast together, even if I was watching it from a television. Have either of you seen. Did you see the original cast live, Lindsay? I feel like you did. I didn't. I haven't seen it in New York. I saw it in L.A. I saw the touring uh, production mm. um, when it came through L.A. And um, yeah, I never went in New York because it was always so expensive. When I lived in New York, it was on for the last... No, because it, yeah, it opened before I moved, but like just before I moved, I think. And it was just always crazy expensive. You couldn't get the tickets anyway. And if you could, they were a trillion dollars. Um, so I waited for when it came through LA to the Pantages and, um, two notes. One, I went in completely cold. I really didn't know anything mm. or any of the songs cause I'd done it to myself on purpose. I didn't want to. Um, and admittedly before I bought the tickets, I was just a bit spiteful about it. Cause I'm like, well, it's too expensive for me to go anywhere. I'm not listening to the soundtrack dicks, um, <laughs> which was rude. And then also like I had zero clue of that part of American history because obviously I didn't learn it because we had a bunch of our history to learn. They don't have time for all of it. That is a deep spoiler block, Lindsay. <laughs> like, I blocked out entire history books. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in another country was so it was how badly I wanted to come into this clean. That's how... Do you care about Hamilton that much? No, you don't. Lindsay, to be fair, most of us didn't know it either, yeah. Right? Like, I, I, I like, Daniel Kaluuya had my parents <laughs> do it in another country so that I could be born and not know the history. I recommend it if you don't know it already. Like, I think going in clean is great, unless you listen to this, in which case, hi. Uh, and also, the second point of this, do not, whatever you do, do not have two cocktails before the show. Because you will really struggle with that first half. You will really, really, really <laughs> struggle. And it will make you overly emotional. And it's already going to make you overly emotional. So they are my Hamilton learnings. Don't mm. get drunk. And don't know too much about it. Just have a good time. Julian, did you just do snuff on camera? Oh, yeah, man. I got to get ready for this what one. What was now. that? It's <laughs> that allergy just, season. It's literally just allergy medication. Yeah. Period you got to have Dilaudid so you can get rid of that sneeze. <laughs> I mean, every one of those Broadway people just probably had to go, oh, God, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> that's, that's where the Julian energy comes from. sniffing laudanum on the screen. <laughs> mm-hmm. Danielle, have you seen Hamilton Live? What's, what's your Hamilton experience? Um, know if you remember uh back when back when uh that was in theaters and we had met around that time remember how i was incredibly fucking poor i don't know yes i do remember i do remember um, i was very poor when we started this podcast y'all very poor. i guess the difference between uh uh, poor and broke i was uh i was very very broke so um i did uh i watched it the first time Uh, i found so look, you can find <laughs> anything on the internet. And someone uh-huh. definitely went in with a little camera and recorded Hamilton on their little phone and was not caught. It looks like someone recorded it on a phone and it sounds like someone recorded it on a phone. I'm not saying I downloaded it. I'm not saying that I saw it. I'm just saying that it exists and it's not a good way to see a play for the first time as someone who was a theater major, loves the theater, did musical theater a lot. Uh, not not a great way 
illegally to, to see it. So when it came on Disney Plus, I was like, yay, now the stage moves and it makes sense. I, I can't get it now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was everywhere and I didn't, it was so everywhere that I didn't download the soundtrack because like listen to it on YouTube or whomever I was dating at the time, Lord knows it's me. Whoever I was dating at the time would be listening to it. Or I had friends who were wrestle buds who they would like, while we were getting ready for pay-per-views, they would be like singing along to all the songs while making our baked ziti or whatever. So that's kind of my history. I, so I don't have everything memorized. So this is gonna be interesting because a lot of it's gonna be like Lindsay and Hal doing it. And then me at the end going like, oh, here's the word I know. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I have a special surprise for you. I might as well reveal it now. I am famously terrible at remembering the lyrics to anything, including things I've listened to a billion times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Yay. All right. Now that we've, well, Julian, do you want to talk about it too? Our producer. Oh. Julian's Ooh. desperate to talk about it. God, Julian talk about it so do you guys badly. remember back when Julian had not seen Hamilton? Because I yes. feel like my friendship with Julian yeah. exists in a before Hamilton and an after Hamilton Back period. when I had a personality. <laughs> and now you just love Hamilton and that's fine. But like, it's a very, it feels like a very defining moment in your personality development. You know, I honestly, I will put the blame squarely on the fact that 2020 happened. And, um, <laughs> and I feel like fair. I was desperate to like put a lot of like energy into a something from pop culture and Hamilton just happened to be the thing where I think because it came out in July so it was like I hadn't and I was just like you Lindsay I hadn't heard any of the songs the only thing I knew about it was Lin-Manuel Miranda the overall concept and I am not throwing away my shot I just knew that line was somewhere in there but other than that I, it was just like I when I saw it coming out in July I was like oh okay finally I can see it partway through I would just have to like catch my breath because I was just like excited the entire time I just like and I hate to be such a freaking simp for it because when I like actually do like <laughs> when I actually like break it down in my head, I'm like, I'm, is this being critical enough of like how this country is built on a bunch of bullshit that we don't ever really talk about enough? It's a, but it's at a the musical. same time, I'm like, fuck, it's so good, and I just want to hear these songs over and over again. <laughs> it's so rippy yeah. rap rap tastic. How <laughs> there's a, there's a lot going on, right? that makes us love it as much. Number one is the music is really catchy. Uh, it's really, really smart and dense in terms of the lyrics. It, it turns us on to, to American history in a way we haven't seen before. And also is more representative than, than most of us, if not all of us are used to seeing. And I think all of those came along at, in a right place, right time way. Mm in mm -hmm. terms of where we were as a society and really helped it take off as a cultural phenomenon. Cause I feel like it's, it feels like a level deep, like, all right. When I was, when I was in like sixth, seventh grade, everybody, there was always somebody in, in like going to the pool who had a, a Phantom of the Opera beach towel. <laughs> like there was at least one. A lot of people were rocking multiple like that oh, show. Sari Brightman. Yeah. Yeah. People got way into that show. And I, I, this feels different because it is a cultural movement and moment, maybe because it was the, the first time anybody heard anything from it was in the white house. That mm -hmm. initial, when it was just going to be a mixtape uh, yeah. to it's just, it's very strongly tied to the Barack Obama presidency. And I think that definitely ties it to a cultural moment in a way that, that those beach towels never did. <laughs> um yeah Sorry, Lisa, turn I, off. also like 
it just makes me feel so many feelings, right? Like, I mean, you can break it down, you can take it apart, you'd be like, well, the performances are really good and the musicality is is genius. Like, it's a word that's bandied around, but like, he is a genius. I think Lin-Manuel Miranda is a genius. Like, every moment of it is so perfectly well done. It's layered, the complex musicality and all the different influences and the callbacks and just, it is beautiful to listen to. But you take all that out and it's like, how does it make you feel? And for me, that's what musical theater is. It's it's feelings um, mm-hmm. and it's being allowed to do feelings in a society that often doesn't invite it. And it tells everyone that it's okay to do feelings. And I cannot even get through the soundtrack without sobbing, like at least twice. Like when we went to see it, I had a, like to the point where Jeff was like, do you need to leave? Like in the final song, I had a full emotional breakdown. Like I was like everything I'd ever been sad about in my life mm-hmm. and everyone who had passed away in my life. I was like in that moment for every human I'd ever met. And I, I lost it bad, like really bad. Um, and I just, I did not see that coming. I cried when I went see Wicked, but again, I was drunk that time too. Um, and that wasn't a patch on this on this sucker. Uh, I flipped out and it's like, I cannot listen to it even now. Like a couple of the songs, I cannot get through them without tearing up. Uh, I, so I, strap in for this fun ride. I just want to imagine you in, on Broadway going, popular. That was exactly it. Were you there? It was uh, 2005 Victoria Theatre. Yeah. <laughs> whenever, you, whenever, whenever there was one set of tear prints, it was then that I carried. <laughs> it was it was the founding UK cast, and it, it was fantastic. We got to see everyone, so that was nice. But I cried throughout, so uh, you know, awkward for everyone else. Oh well. <laughs> well, let's jump in to recasting. Hamilton and turning it into Summer Slamilton. <laughs> Brought to you by Lugs. We're about to go hard. All right, let's start with Alexander Hamilton himself, originally played by Lin Manuel Miranda. And I realized I just made a mistake because I will not be able to do that with every single uh, cast member. <laughs> so, I'll be able to help you out for we'll the see. most part. We'll see. I'll get through some of them. Some of them I will remember. Some of them I will not. Who would you cast as Alexander Hamilton? He's brash and bold, but also insecure because he's he's of a low status. Can't be quiet when he has an idea. Yeah. Occasion, occasional heel turn. Occasional mm. heel turn. Highly flawed. Is it's there, very hard. Is there somebody in the rock? See, I, I have to separate it from can they sing. Yeah. Yes. We have to oh, go, yeah. No, totally. To I mean, like. Yeah. And it's it's more like the performance. Like, do we think based on what they've done in the ring that they can do this? We're not uh, we're not saying that wrestlers are insecure. I mean, I'm sure some of them fucking are, but like, we're, we're, <laughs> they're all on social media, so we know that they yeah. are. Yeah, we're not <laughs> we know that they are. Um, <laughs> I like the idea of Mustafa Ali. I think that that would be a good, in terms of being a leader of folks. I believe him in that. I believe that he could mm. do a heel turn in a way that I would buy. Um, I believe that with the way that he talks and with his charm, he could get two sisters to fall for him and somehow it not be weird question. Mark. Um. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like, you want him to bang both of them, but like, no, like, how is that? How is that right <laughs> and correct? Man. But you do, but you do. So weird. Yeah, only You're Peggy right. gets away with not having the weirdness. 
<laughs> yeah, well, yeah. she's Aunt Peggy. You know, Aunt Peggy's yeah. fine. And she also <laughs> she also died as a child historically, so she's barely in it. Yeah, you know, like, and they so. leave room for her at the end because she's. It, it really was something to uh, to go like you know the natural thing after you see the play is like let's go back and actually see some more stuff of like you know what actually happened. It's like oh no, no. oh yeah, no 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 this is sad. Never mind. Go back to dancing the, the, and singing. Hamilton was very useful for me because I was doing my um, U.S. citizenship stuff when I saw it, and I will say it genuinely helped me pass my test because there was quite a few parts uh-huh. in it, that, and I was like oh seventeen. 1976 um i'm like i i do know these dates yes i do but only in song and i have to work my way through the verse in my interview so that was embarrassing uh, so um, wait so they ask you and you're like 17 seven, yeah seven 1776 like, fully had to be like 1776 and she looked at me and i'm like this is not the first time this has happened it's just not um, <laughs> but it, she, she didn't care about wrestling though so that was disappointing um but yeah, like I don't don't go back and learn the real history. This is enough. If you didn't know any of the history before, right? You know more after you've seen the play. So why why would you ruin that by learning like real facts? But you didn't know them before anyway. So why learn them now? Just like live with the happy the happy parts. Yeah. Don't ruin True. it with yeah. truth. Mm-hmm. Truth is always uh, tr- truth. Never makes things sunnier. And happier. <laughs> it never makes people look better in retrospect when you actually know what happened. Boo town. Not when they had a whole musical written about him. You yeah. know, like yeah. let's just leave it there. Well, <laughs> like, let's let's move on to someone who fell out of the history tree and had every branch on the way down, which is Aaron Burr, vice president. So and I have a left. <laughs> I have a left wing suggestion that has to be both of them for it to work. A and left I wing. Still don't, a left wing, uh, like out, right out of left field. Um, Is it an old Al Franken radio show, but also Jimmy yes. Garofalo? Yes. How did you know? <laughs> no, I was. I've done more work for this than I've ever done for this podcast in my entire life. I have a whole page of <laughs> Look notes. Look at those notes. <laughs> <You have so laughs> many there's, notes. There's charts. Oh there's God. arrows. There's. Oh. It's very exciting. I got very. The doctors want to have a talk with you. <laughs> they should, um, but they'll charge me for the copay, so they can't. I can't wait um, to see you on Criminal Minds. <laughs> Like, it's just it's all there. It's all there. Yeah. I can't stop thinking how great Bailey and Sasha would be as Hamilton and Aaron Burr. And how fun that would be. Like, mm. I think Bailey would make a really good Hamilton. But I also think, I think they could be interchangeable in those roles. I think they would be so good. But I kind of want to see Bailey singing during the helpless. They were like, hey, hey, hey. I'm like, I want to see this. I think that would be so lovely. I want to see them writing to each other. Like your obedient servant, B. Ailey and <laughs> S. <laughs> Banks. I'm like, I would watch that. <sighs> I think it would be fun. I think they would make a great Hamilton and Burr. See, I I love that idea so much because, like, literally, Aaron Burr. Like, this is as we've talked about. This is the only way that I know Aaron Burr, other than being um, the trivia question that is only solved if you have milk candy. Like, this That's thing right. is the only way that most of us know this. I want B. Ailey. I think that that's a good idea. I cosign. I uh, hard cosign. You know, I felt like Burr was the one that we had the most options for. Well, weirdly, I came up yes. with a bunch of Burrs, but I do. I just love the idea of recasting it with Bailey and Sasha and going gender flipping it too. Xavier Woods has has vocally and publicly campaigned for the chance to play Burr. I don't think that's the role for him. I think there is another role in the show to, for which he is better suited, which I will mention. At a at a later time. Ooh, tease. Yeah, you Burr, know what else Burr I think interesting... might work. 
Who? I think Christian could be a good Burr. Oh, yeah, he would be a good Burr. So would Edge. Right? Right? Because yeah, they have that kind of dark bitterness to them, which grows in him. That they could say, imagine Christian singing in the room where it happens. I mean, just genuinely imagine that for a minute and try not to smile. But like, Christian really wants to be in the room where it happens. He really fucking does. Yeah. So much that he went to a different room. And like, you know, it's not really happening in that room either. But like, he, he's in it now. So like, I like that for him. E- even though I don't think Christian should be George Washington, I would really love to hear him say one more match to the tune of One Last Time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> one more match. You know who, he would be beautiful. You know who is in the room where it happens all the time is Edge. Yeah. What I if, mean, he's in the room. Imagine Edge as Hamilton and Christian as Burr for one night uh, only. Punch me out. I, I would watch that. I would watch that in a second. Because Edge is going to be down with the ladies too. Edge could absolutely charm charm the Skylar sisters. <laughs> yeah. And he's definitely entertained more than one Marie Reynolds in his, in his time. That's documented. I'm not being a bitch. Like, that's documented proof. Because then you could have Lita. Then you get Lita as, 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 as uh, Mrs. Reynolds and you're, in a, you're, you're off. You're off for a wild live sex show in the middle of the ring and everyone's a winner. So... <laughs> Sorry, I take it back. Reynolds are a superstar. Oh, I'm not good. Oh, <laughs> what about someone like like Cody Rhodes as Aaron Burr, where you just dislike? Oh, I don't think the likability is there. I was I just going to char- say the only the problem there is Cody I just Rhodes. Don't like I don't know the person. <laughs> Talking about the character. Yeah. Calm down, Cody. I know you're a listener of the long time, first time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's definitely subscribing to Max Fun so he can listen to this particular episode. <laughs> this is the heels of wrestling podcasts. Like he's just ma- he's in the in like Vince's meeting room talking with him for a second, and John Cena walks in and then says, and Vince is like, "Cody, sh- shut the door on your way out." And then he's just, "I'm gonna keep that in my pocket, Vince." <laughs> yeah. Oh, it would be poor wow. Cody. Not to jump around too much, but I, Christopher Jackson was wonderful as George Washington. John Cena might not be a bad George Washington <laughs> in terms of the guy who's, it together. who's like the big deal guy that everybody talks about, and he comes in. And seems to be, you know, he's he's all wisdom. And the, I, apparently the real George Washington was an absolute asshole, like completely full of himself, which <laughs> it's I just, think some people think I can't think get John over Cena the fact that he's be. not black. I know, I know that that's the stupidest thing anyone has ever said in the history of the world. But like when I was doing all of my research and all of my test stuff for my citizenship thing, I'm just like, I literally cannot process the idea that George Washington was not black and so far from it. But like, I'm about, just like, I yeah, can't yeah. deal with it. And this is why I can't entertain the truth, which is why America is now my home. Because um, I just can't. What about can't. Kofi then? For George Washington. I think Kofi would be good. I don't know if he has... Because George Washington's got such a giant presence, right? Like, Gravitas. so it's almost... Yeah, like a like a Samoa Joe or a, um, a Keith Lee. A Keith Lee, you know? Hold on. Like, Wait, Samoa Joe? Come I on. I would watch Samoa That's Joe good. as, like as that. Washington. Like that a lot. You said him and then you said somebody else and my, uh, my ears blocked out that other person because <laughs> Samoa Joe was so good. Well, it's like Keith Lee has the voice and the look and the big, like yeah. like you say, like huge presence. But I think Samoa Joe has that quiet confidence and that like certainty. And he would be able to like, when he has to put Hamilton to it and get the job done, you know, Samoa Joe would be the guy to get that done. Mm. Yeah. Let's talk about, about Elizabeth Schuyler. Let's talk about the Schuyler sisters. We've got Elizabeth, uh, 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 sorry, Eliza, 
who is played by Philippa Sue, Tony Award winning performance there. Mm-hmm. And then she moved on to another show and then Broadway shut down. And I just feel bad <laughs> for all this. I feel like the Hamilton people hopefully are doing okay. One of them was doing the red carpet interviews on uh, at the Oscars. Mm. Did anybody see that? I did. Yeah, I saw that. Good for them. Good for them. Yes. Yeah, they they were. Uh, that's pretty cool. And I didn't realize they were for. Like, I didn't recognize them. And then they they interviewed Aaron Burr. And then I was like, oh, Leslie Odom Jr. <laughs> just call him Aaron Burr, <laughs> even though he's really accomplished outside of Hamilton. And I was like, oh, well, they, they know one another. That was the moment I realized. It's adorable. But who who do you get to play Eliza? Eliza's a very like, let's think about the character, right? Uh, sympathetic character, mm-hmm. kind-hearted, and ultimately the hero of the story. Yeah. yeah. The reason why but with a quiet us... strength, mm-hmm. like a quiet internal yeah. strength that she has to draw on throughout. Who are we describing in the wrestling world? See, I'm not going to lie. The first thing I think, just so we can do it, because my brain isn't going to let me move on until we do, <laughs> is if we're doing the gender swapped, then we've got to gender swap the Skylar sisters. And then I think if, if we're doing the gender swapped version, just so we can say that we're doing it, I think the New Day, you put the New Day in the role as the Skylar sisters. And I think <laughs> that Eliza so is Kofi. Good. <laughs> it would be so good. Did you see there is a video online um, when uh, Jonathan Groff is in it, and I'm not sure who else from the male cast, but they come mm. out to perform to the crowd outside the theater. It was and the they three perform. kings. Yeah, is it, it the three kings? It was, okay, it was him, that makes Rattles, sense. And um, yes, um, sure. Sh- uh, oh, I can't remember the. It's so name. good. They do the Skyless Sisters, and it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. So yeah. They with, would be great with Renee Elise Goldberry, the the original Angelica, who plays it. Which yeah. which of the other two? You got two New Day left. Is Big E Angelica? I think I think Woods has got to be Angelica, just because I want to see Woods do Satisfied. Yeah. Like I really want. I mean, I would like to see both of them do it, but I also have a massive now a uh, desperate need in my life that I didn't know I have to see Biggie walk on a stage and go, and Peggy, and walk away. And that be his whole, like, I, I, and I want to see him playing Maria Reynolds, too. Like, I want to see him seduce, seduce Bailey. Oh, that's like, true. That Whoever does that also, yep. also plays, uh, uh, is it, Mar- yeah, Mariah Reynolds or Maria Reynolds? Mariah, I think. Mariah. Mariah. Yeah, that's true. That does not make me unhappy. If I had I had not thought that far ahead because I'm not well, as so clever if, as Danielle. So I yes. had um, Bianca. I had Bianca oh. as my Eliza, as being that you know very positive, shining beacon of truth and hope and strength. She feels too self assured for me. But I see. I there's feel strength, like there's an obvious strength to Bianca Belair, not just physical, but like that she's like tough and knows who she is and isn't taking shit. But from my anybody. reading of Eliza is that. She, I think she is. I think it's other people projecting on. You know, it's we hear um, Angelica saying how you know she's uh, she'll give everything up and sacrifice herself, and you know. But I think in her own heart, Eliza is very strong and can handle everything because we see her do that. She handles the death of her son and reconciles with her husband. She handles his uh, indiscretions uh, and pulls it all together and then after she loses him she's the one that pulls everything together and tells his story and does everything so I don't know if she ever is as helpless as <laughs> you know people think she is and as she might suggest she is when she's falling in love because actually she turns out to be the strongest badass of the whole thing for me I think she discovers her strength I think the strength is there 
I think she discovers it like through it's there all the time. through trauma. It is there, but I think she recognizes it. She recognizes it. It takes those events to really give her that awakening. Is like I don't like she she gains all the power in the relationship as being the only since she's the only one with integrity, and but like takes it. I thought you were gonna say the only one alive. I'm like that will do it. That is also true. (laughs) And then can blame him for the death of her son. Also, yeah, like I mean, goes through a lot. I talk about getting the last other, word. They lost a lot of. I think they lost other children too. I think there were children. That it was the that style at the time. At that time, so yeah. Yeah. a couple starter kids. Yeah, doesn't I always mean, take. Yeah, it was a different. It was a different time. It was a different time. If if we were not gender swapping, who do you put in those roles? Because we've done a couple versions of of Hamilton and Burr. Peggy, I had I had two that I liked for Peggy. I like. Alexa Bliss for Peggy because I think yep. she would do because you do Peggy and Mariah Reynolds so I'm like mm-hmm. she would be great at both of those because we've seen her play both sides of those coins um, or I mean I haven't seen her wrestle in literally years or Penelope Ford I thought would actually probably be re- make a really good mm. um, and Peggy slash Mariah Reynolds if if you know because <laughs> there's more than one wrestling company and I guess I guess I they have women I don't hate a Britt uh, Baker in that role I don't hate a Britt Baker as Mariah Reynolds do you know I think Britt would actually probably make a really good Angelica yeah I was just thinking that mm. I feel like she could pull it off she would have to be in her not quite as heelish role but she definitely has the um, balls to pull it off and the smarts I don't know if you know this but she's a dentist no so, I hadn't heard yeah she's a dentist oh that's awesome went to school for it and everything so good for her DMD? I, I understand, yes. I understand wow. the DMD. Mm, pretty good. <laughs> All right. Well, do we pick an Eliza? Do we cast an Eliza? I mean, not apart from Kofi, who would All right. <laughs> Julian, Julian has threaded this script with suggestions for each one. Mm-hmm. And one of the choices that you have for, for Eliza, I, I don't see, but I want to hear what you see. And that is Natalia. Because all I think of is like a super cut of TJ, 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 TJ. And I don't think of Eliza at all. Like, I don't get that from from any version of her character. What are you seeing? When I was writing out some of the things, I was thinking of who's because when I like, I always think of how Natalia always felt like she feels like the elder statesman of the women's locker room right now. She seems like somebody who a lot of them go to for advice and for a lot of like, she seems like the matriarch of that room right now. So I was thinking, I'm like, in terms of Eliza, I could see a lot of, um, I could see, I, I could see she's supposed to be the one who's like clearly the head of the sisters, somebody who's, who's, you know, the oldest and the wittiest and all that good stuff. So that was mainly what I was thinking. Oh, you see her, her as Angelica, not as Eliza. Did I say, did I put Eliza there? I have you, you under, did. I have you her under her Eliza. Yes, Maya's fake. I was extremely yeah. tired. <laughs> she is the oldest and the prettiest. So there we go. The gossip in the locker room is insidious. So, <laughs> you know, I love this show. You guys. <laughs> oh, here's some other good George Washington's. The Rock. It's kind yeah. of made for The Rock. And he can sing. <laughs> and... and... <laughs> He can't sing. He can't and he sing. sang a song written by Lynn Manuel Miranda, right? Yeah, Lynn Manuel Miranda wrote the songs other. for uh, Moana. Um, I just so badly need it to be Samoa Joe. Like, I, there are things yeah. that are happening during this conversation that I didn't know I needed, and, it, and I needed them. It's like I didn't just like enjoy them; I needed them. I would like to see that, please. Yeah, <laughs> like in a firm voice. I would like to see that, please. <laughs> Well, because I think, like, the thing about Joe that makes him such a good actor is that, like, Joe can also, like, 
like I think we saw this as him as a commentator. He can he can play sensitive very well. He's not just an intense, mm-hmm. angry, yeah. big bad man. He can actually like he actually does have like he can actually be very reassuring whenever he's talking, whenever he wants to be for his character right? and stuff. So. I feel like he's got a little bit of grit to him. For mm-hmm. me, The Rock is slightly too smooth, like just slightly too like when they would if they were doing one last time. I just feel like The Rock would be doing it with a big glint in his eye and a cheesy grin, and I'd be like, <laughs> Whereas Joe would Joe would like make me do cries. He would make me do feelings. Yeah, you do get Rock the Politician, but you're right. He is very. (laughs) He knows. Can't wait to vote for him. I mean, (laughs) pumped for it. Be careful what you ask for. (laughs) I I don't even think it's a joke anymore. I think the TV show is testing the waters beyond, like, I'm like, what what you doing, son? But sure, why not? Get it all out of the way. There's nothing to um, bring up, to dig up in his past when he runs now, because he made a sitcom about it. (laughs) So pretty smart. Pretty smart. David Diggs won a Tony for the double roles of Marquis de Lafayette and then Thomas Jefferson in the second act. I think this is where you put Xavier Woods. This is the role that is made for him. Both of them, both roles are perfect for him. I know he wants to play Burr. Who wouldn't? Burr is a real meaty role, but. But Austin, Jefferson baby. and Lafayette are so great too. Like Jefferson yeah. has yeah. amazing songs, and he has to do so much heavy lifting with the raps that he does. Like, it's Jefferson's a difficult role because it's not sympathetic. It's you know cocky and arrogant and sort of lavish and kind of a dick and selfish. But then you have to sort of turn on a dime and. And, and also, like, really tries to set Hamilton up, like, really tries to fuck Hamilton over so badly. But then you have to kind of want to not hate him when he runs for president. And you're like, wait, I'm just, what? The feelings? The feelings. So Woods could make you do that. I also think, again, Bailey would be great in that role. I think <laughs> Bailey would make an amazing Jefferson. I think <laughs> Bailey would be great. I want to see them debating on the floor. Yeah, like, the I want to see that. Cabinet meetings? Yeah. Cabinet battles? Right? She goes from Bailey to in the first act to the Pam cut in the second act. <laughs> so, exactly. Perfect. Yeah, you just have the the, the top pony and then the uh, soccer mom bob, and it's, it's amazing. <laughs> there for it. When we talk about Hercules Mulligan and James Madison played by the man who likes to be known by Oak. That is the name he goes by. So I, so I just wanted me to call him rather than butcher his name live on a recorded podcast. <laughs> this is this is the Big E role. I mean, he would nail it. Yeah. That's a fact. He's that practically fact. living that role right now. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him gyrating in, in you know, hose. Like, that works for me. <laughs> Oh, your mother said, come again. And it, it would be so good. I mean, yeah. that is his line, isn't it? That's the problem. It is hard to have him to course over four sets of corsets. I feel like I've heard him say that already. Is that weird? That I feel like I can hear him already having said that? Just Lock up your in. pancakes and horses. Yeah, just watch, swap any of these. I'm your uncle and also your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Lock up your pancakes and unicorns. Oh, I won't. <laughs> if it will stop him coming around, I will not. Like, that would be foolish. Let's I do love him. Let's round it out now. This is our final cast, casting choice. And that is to replace Anthony Ramos, uh, who played John Lawrence, who was almost definitely Hamilton's lover, and then later returns as, as the, the pride of King's College. Philip Hamilton. Doesn't mean to brag, yeah. but damn, he made it. 
My secret shame is I I don't care for Philip Hamilton. I'm oh, like, fuck him. I love his fuck little, that no, little. No, fuck uh... that kid. Oh. <laughs> what a dick! Like that kid's a dick, and he went and got himself shot. So he stood up for his uh, dad. <laughs> yeah, but like he could have not. It could have just been like, let's not shoot at each other, though, and uh, don't be an asshole. And it was like, no, I'm going to do it because I'm clever and I don't enjoy it. It's not for me. That's because Lindsay hates the French. She just doesn't like that whole French There's, Well, thing. that too. I mean, I don't, I don't hate the French. I don't hate the French. Don't be racist, Julian. Just because I'm English, we don't all hate the French. I've met like at least four great French people in my life, and I won't have it said otherwise. <laughs> Yeah, Philip just doesn't do it for me. He doesn't. I, I like okay. the counting. I feel I'm very much on the Hamilton. I'm on the um, Alexander Hamilton. Where I'm just like, why do I have to come down to watch him fucking rhyme? I'm working. Call me when dinner's done. Don't like, there's a surprise before supper. A surprise is not my child making up a rap. <laughs> I mean, not putting I also that up don't on the have fridge. children. Not putting that on the fridge. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. It's like, ugh, no. <laughs> I don't, this is why I don't have children. I don't. But I do what? love Anthony Ramos. Like I love him. Yeah. Oh, so what about good. what about a Johnny Gargano here? Johnny could be good. I did. It did uh, cross my mind as to what would be really good if we had gone with Johnny Gargano for Hamilton. Mm. Austin Theory would make a really great Philip. <laughs> uh, I think that would be great. I think Austin Theory would make an amazing Philip Hamilton because he's enormous and Philip is not enormous, and it would be really funny. Wait, would Indy Hartwell play? Uh, she would play Peggy and Mariah. I mean, she would make a good. I, I actually considered Indy for like basically every role apart from Angelica in the whole play. So I'm like, uh, she's amazing. Um, but I do think you could probably drop the way in anywhere here. You could probably drop the way into any any part of it. Like, I'm sorry, Candace for George Washington. Yes, please. Like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Like, well, let's, no problem with it. Since we've got the main company, let's let's talk about some of the smaller roles. Although King George is kind of like that is a special featured role. Who who's your it King is. George? So I had first at first you're like obviously like Wade Barrett, William Regal because you're like mm-hmm. well that makes sense. We but then but then I went to um, current rivals of either MJF or Jericho. I thought would be good in that role. Oh, too. Jericho would be. Really I think good Jericho King would George. be a great King George. Oh. See, yeah. I because I want MJF somewhere, but mm. I think Jericho might be the king. I did go with uh, 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 before he said so. Um, friend of the podcast, and did you know we went on a date? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as as he says every time, because he knows he makes me blushy. Um, RJ City <laughs> for King George. He would also make a great King George. Yeah, he would be good. <sighs> it's tough. He would also be good. I mean, maybe they could alternate. They could alternate days because Jericho is for sure not going to show up to every performance. Like that's if, what look, I know. If he's not doing playing, matinees. No, if Fozzie's playing that he's night, he's doing... going where Fozzie goes. Yeah, he's not doing any fucking matinees. He's not doing any school performances. He's not doing anything that helps other people. Uh, RJ can have my mind. <laughs> what what if RJ played both Charles Lee and George Eaker? <laughs> you just had him in a bunch also, of smaller also roles. Also an option. I mean, I do feel like RJ could fill out the, uh, fill out basically the entire ensemble uh, and do a stellar job, do a stand-up <laughs> job. And he'd be the bullet as well. Yeah, he's a professional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just load him up and shoot him out. That's fine. 
<laughs> but, oh, but wow. with I the main know. company, I, I will say, <laughs> or with the with the background uh, uh, company, I will say that one of my the reason that I kind of thought that this was this was going to be a lot of fun was in my mind. I just imagine our truth saying, playing the role of Charles Lee and saying, "I'm a general." Like that would be something. He would I'd enjoy love it. that. <laughs> he would enjoy that. And I think the ensemble would just have to be a sort of people from the performance centers in black t-shirts, right? In black polo shirts. Yeah. And that's the entire ensemble. <laughs> and it would all take place in the parking lot of the PC. Like that's Oh no. That's the whole musical. <laughs> the, oh. You think the stage is spinning, but it's just everybody running from whoever that masked person is with a crowbar. Yeah. Right. Everything's legal in the parking lot. That's what that would be the line. It would just be like all all jewels would have to take place in the parking lot oh god perfect i want it i want this now i want this now why have we done this to ourselves because we can't have this look i have great news it's coming to peacock this fall (laughs) summer (laughs) slamilton and they're gonna change one night stone cold steve austin's gonna be king george (laughs) you say what (laughs) <laughs> price of my love's not a price that you're willing to pay. <laughs> I mean, is there not is there not room to do this entire episode again casting only legends? Is there not room for that? I think yeah. there might be. Where is Cookie Mike Cookie Monster Show Michaels? Like who is he playing? Who's Michaels playing? Be a general. Wee <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if we can top it. I don't know if we can top the casting that's happened here today. It made me so happy. This is our gift to you because you've given us the gift of continued success on the Maximum Fun Network. That does it for the special bonus tights and fights. Thank you so much, all you wonderful Max Fun members, for considering us in your budgets. It truly means more than we can say. We are on the Maximum Fun Network every Saturday talking about more, you guessed it, wrestling. Join us then. Tyson Fights Podcast. Tyson Fights. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.